Okay, today we're going to talk about design and d designing for profit. So let's talk a little bit about markups. A uh, different product has different markups depending on whether it's perishable or not. <laughs> so as an example, flowers, especially when you're designing with them, is going to have a different markup than plants or containers or gift merchandise. So I'll tell you the process we use. Your goal is to get your cost of goods to between 30 and 35% overall. Now, 32% is probably a good goal to try and work for, but let's talk about the easy stuff, gift merchandise. You know, you if you decide you want to add some gift merchandise to your shop, you know, that's great. Try and get stuff that goes with a florist or a floral environment if you can. Um, we generally mark up that product between two and three times. You have to look at things as what is the perceived value and could I get that for it. Perceived value means, you know, it, it can, will someone buy that for this amount of money? You know, if you can't get more than a double markup out of gift merchandise, I probably wouldn't recommend buying it. it the only exception we've found is when we're trying to support local merchants we might go below the 2% because gift merchandise or any of that is a very small percentage of our overall business. Now you have containers. Again, you got gift containers, <coughs> like a decorative pot or something, you might be able to mark up only two times. But your standard everyday stuff that you design with, plastic containers, vases, and things like that, you should at least get a three-time markup on them. Plants. Plants, you should try and get a three-time markup. Now, again, if you're pre-buying stuff, if you're pre-buying dish gardens, you're pre-buying different things, you may not be able to, but you want to try and get to a three-time markup on those. Now, let's talk about flowers. There's two kinds of markups in flowers. Now, let's think about flowers just like when you go to a restaurant. You go to a restaurant, you order steak dinner with mashed potatoes and a vegetable, and it comes with bread, and it comes with a salad. Well, a good steak can set you back anywhere from sixty to two hundred dollars, okay. But but they're not they're paying probably one fifth of that for that product because there's so much labor involved. And you have to think of flowers the same way. You have a salesperson's going to take the order, and then you have a designer that's going to design it. You probably have processors that are processing flowers at some point. It might even be you. But but those all those things go into what we call the markup of flowers, the markup of plants. Now, delivery should be separate because you hopefully are charging a delivery charge, so your delivery should at least break even or make a little bit of money when you weigh all the delivery expenses, and we'll talk about that probably later. So let's go into design, okay? There's two rules of thumb. You can do a three-time markup on flowers and then add 20% for labor, or you can just do a five-time markup, which includes labor. Now, that's what we do for all our design flowers. So we're back to the perceived value you know, you have to really look at product and go, you know, can I really buy that Noreen Lily for 95 cents a stem and sell it for 450, you know, or whatever, yeah, 450, something like that, or $5. You don't know. You have to look and go, and people aren't going to think that. So, so that we, we go back to the buying method, you know, no, try and get some standing orders, 75% on standing order, 25% speculation, because you get the same product at the same price, and you can, you can design your arrangements around this product, and you can make sure you make the markups. Um, some floors also charge a lesser markup for cash and carry, like a three-time markup because there's not as much labor. 
I mean, that's okay too. Overall, what you want to look at is you got 100% of your sales and you really have to look at those 100% of your sales and go, okay, if 70% of it is fresh flowers, it's going to be this kind of cogs. You know, if you sell a lot of plants, as an example, if you sell a lot of plants or a lot of gifts or anything like that, then your 32 might go to 35. If you sell only flowers and you don't sell any plants or any gift merchandise or anything else, you can be below 30%. So that's the things you kind of need to work on. Now, wedding work is a different animal. Event work's a different animal. When you talk about wedding work, you have to kind of decide, okay, I've got to charge extra for labor because, number one, you got to have more experienced designer doing it. Number two, it takes a lot more time. You know, a wedding bouquet, a bridal bouquet is an example, it has a dozen roses in it, say. Well, if you were charging 3 or $4 for a dozen roses and you did a dozen roses and it's $48, you're going, well, I can charge more than $48 for a wedding bouquet. You absolutely can with a dozen roses in it. And so, you know, you might add 30% more on top of that for wedding work. Anything like, course, you think about a corsage, you know, you're charging 20 or $30 for a, a wrist corsage, you've got maybe $5 in flowers in it, if that. So kind of keep that in mind when you're doing wedding work. There's a lot to do with events and weddings, like setups and things like that. You have to charge additional for all that stuff. Because if you don't, you really won't know where you stand on your cost of goods. Now, our deliveries and setups for weddings, our delivery otherwise, all falls under what we call other income, not under inventory sales. Because remember, when we get, we're going to probably talk later about a P&L and everything that's in there. I talked a little bit about it, but we'll go into a little more detail. On, on the top line, the inventory sales and all the cogs associated with it should be on the beginning of your P&L. And then other income is at the bottom of your P&L. Don't think that if you sold an arrangement with delivery and tax and it was $100, and now you're going, okay, my COGS needs to be 30 to 35 that's $35. No, it doesn't work that way. Inventory sale was $75, delivery was $25 in tax. Now you got $75 in inventory sales with COGS at 30%, say. That's how you have to do it. We do a price sheet of all our product, and if you get a better price for something, you're not going to lower your design price. That's what you want to do is you want to get to a point. And we talked about stand, we talk about standing orders. If you can get roses at a set price, then you know I'm going to I'm going to have this markup for roses. Now, from time to time, do products go up? Yes, but. You know, if they go up like at Mother's Day or at a ho- at Valentine's Day, for sure, you have to raise it up. <coughs> Mother's Day, you're going to have to raise prices a little bit, too. But this is this is our philosophy. And you can't like if you if your rose goes from 50 cents to a dollar 50 at Valentine's Day, you can't take that dollar 50 market times five and charge seven fifty for a rose at Valentine's Day. So what we want to do is we want to get the same gross profit. So if your roses all go up a dollar, and if there's other product in your rose arrangements that goes up, let's say it goes up a total of $15 cost, well, we just add the $15 to the everyday price of roses. So if our regular roses were 65 at a holiday they might be $80, $80 as an example. Um, you can just kind of bump certain things up. It's hard to do it with fresh arrangements because... You really, you know, you'd have to sit there and look at every single flower. But 
one of the things you can do is you can make arrangements specific for a holiday and promote those, and then you can get a better markup out of them. You can go, okay, you know, this normally is a $60 range every day, but I'm going to make it $80 for, for a holiday. That's one of the things to do. Um, your designers, you got to have everything recipied. They need to write down what they put in arrangements. You need to, you need to check them. Now, there's two ways you can do setups. Like you talk about, well, what about the foam? What about the container? What about the greens? What are, you can almost come up with a formula if you want. And some floors have done it. You know, it's 30% late takeout, like the $100 range. I'm going to take out 30% of $30. That would include a container and foam and greens. Done. And then your designer has $70 to work with. And then they're counting their flowers again. Counting their flowers at design price, not cost. Try not to tell anybody, any any of your employees, or don't let any of your employees calculate stuff based on cost. Because, you know, a carnation costs you 35 cents, but you're selling it for $1.50. They break a carnation, they go, oh, I broke 35 cents. No, they broke $1.50. And that's what you have to think about. Um, another thing is that you remember on a on a your costs are more important. If you if you sell an extra ten dollars on the top line, how much profit do you make off that ten dollars? If you save ten dollars in costs, it's all profit. So keep that in mind. A um, couple other things for design: um, silk arrangements and dried arrangements. Again, the same thing, kind of like for weddings. You know, you, you can do three-time markups on most of that product. Um, I would add another 30% for labor. I would definitely calculate the container separate. Um, you don't have a lot of setup in that. There's a little bit of dried foam in there, but other than that, it's not that big a deal. But you can just add all that. You can figure out dried foam. Okay, dried foam, three-time markup. I'm using half a block. This is how much it is. So just start doing recipes. It's really important. You talk about ribbon. Um, adding a bow to every single range or adding a ribbon to every range. Well, you need to add for that. And what we do is we do what's called a product development sheet. So before we put an arrangement on our website, we cost out everything to make sure that it falls within those cogs. So if we're making a fresh arrangement for every day, once we add everything in there, you know, fresh flowers, it should be probably 30% or lower. It could be depending on how expensive the container is. But if we're doing a five-time markup, that right there is just 20% cogs. So then you're adding a container, you're adding, you know, other stuff. So you could even come in below that on fresh flowers. You know, probably more like 28% would probably, probably be a good, a good goal to reach on a fresh flower arrangement with cogs and, and doing it on a recipe. Um, let me see if I covered everything. I think I did. Make sure on your plants, if you sell your plants, uh, do add-ons for containers. We've had quite a bit of success with, you know, you have the you have your basket, but then upgrade to a ceramic container is always nice. You need to make sure that you're charging for that um, and make sure you're making the markup on that. Same thing, like I said, with ribbons. Even if you do, uh, like on funeral work, Funeral work's tough, too. Now make, you know, let me talk about funeral work for a second here. Easels, uh, the hearts, the wreaths, the crosses, those foam pieces are very, very expensive. So that's the other reason when you, when somebody says, I want a, I want a heart of all white roses. Well, the first time you do it, you're going to lose your you-know-what. But 
my recommendation the first time you do it because you quote them a price, you need to go, okay, how many roses were in there? Then you know this size heart, whether it's a 24, 28 inch or whatever size heart, took this many roses. And then based on that, you can go, okay, my easel was this amount of money. My foam heart was this amount of money. The roses were this amount of money. And you can get a you can get an actual price on it and, and take a picture of it, do whatever you need to, put a recipe on it, and and make sure that you always charge that price. People come in all the time and go, Hey, how much is a can I get a motorcycle in flowers? Can I get this in flowers? Can I get that in flowers? Um the, again, it's so hard to, to do those. Once you do them once, so you need to make a note of it so you got a good rule of thumb on what to charge. But we don't do any special tributes under $300. Most of them are closer to $500. You can do some little pieces, but it, it doesn't do the representation that the person's looking for. So you have to be honest with them and say, it's going to be $500. Um, I would also recommend um, on, you know, on funeral work, we charge for anything over $250 on a stand. We use a wooden stand. It looks so much nicer, plus it holds the product better so try and get wood easels if you can um, I think that's about it for now on design um, designer pay you know depending on what region you're in is going to depend what you charge um, I, my accountant always said there's floral designers and there's flower arrangers and flower arrangers don't make as much as floral designers and flat you know you have to decide you know what kind of business you want to be if you're filling orders for wire services, you can have flower arrangers. If you if you want to have a following and you want to do nice work, you know, quality product, you know, nice high end flowers and things like that, you've got to have floral designers. Now, I can go out and tell you that you know, in our company, you know, if you're an entry level designer doing work in what we call our hospital division, you're 10 10 50 an hour depending on how experienced you are if you have no experience it's probably where you're at and then we're going all the way up to probably 20 dollars an hour for a designer but the other thing is you know people say well that's not enough money but we offer health insurance overtime paid vacations simple ira so there's a lot more things besides just a paycheck um, so, so that's, and, and some people need that. Some people would rather have that, but at a holiday time, we tell them, we want you to work as much as we need you to work. So, you know, our designers will get, you know, 20 hours of overtime, 40 hours of overtime. That's okay. We want you working. We used to go in and hire a bunch of other people to design, to help the designers or, or to do whatever. And we realized that our designers were spending so much time trying to trying to work with these other people that were inexperienced that they weren't getting the work done. So now we hardly hire any extra help other than to move product in and out of the cooler and move product on down the design tables. They're not really designers, so to speak. They're just uh, helpers. And that's okay because we know the quality of the work's going to turn out right. All right, that's all for now. Have a good one.